You are listening to And That's Okay, the podcast devoted to encouraging you to live in your truth in a society where reality is not what's socially popular. This is a platform where you could be a novice about anything and feel comfortable about it. Let's have the conversations we all wish we had years ago and want to hear more of. Nothing is off limits and there is no shame or judgment here. Join me as I navigate life, marriage, friendships, finances, career, and whatever else life throws at me. Listen, doing all this self-work is bound to piss a few people off and that's okay. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Angelique Royale. Let's get into it. So, year number two. Year number two. We've been married for two years. Going on 30. What's up, y'all? As y'all can see, I have the hubby back. What's up, y'all? We had an amazing last episode. You guys really knocked that out the park. It is my top listened to episode right now. So it was only right to bring the hubby back on. So- you know they're feeling the kid. <laughs> We've been married for two years now. We're going to talk about year two. We're going to talk about our amazing trip for our anniversary. Oh, man. And we're going to just get into it. It's going to be a nice, openly candid conversation. And we're just going to talk to talk. Because we walk to walk. <laughs> it's just a goofball. <laughs> Year number two. Celebrate, celebrated our second anniversary in July in Aruba. And... I bet you do, because I want to go back, too. <laughs> it is like our favorite place now, just so, simply because of the so vibes is, there. Is it officially our, our go-to every year we move forward? It can be. I wouldn't say every year, but if right, we, we can't... We're going to sprinkle in a little switch up here and there, but if we can't, we know where we're going. Yeah. Okay. If we can't decide on a new place to travel, we know we can go back to Aruba, just okay. because of the vibes we had our first time there. It was. If you haven't been to Aruba, I know I talked about this in a previous episode, definitely go to Aruba. It is definitely the happy island, as they call it. Yeah, everybody happy on that game now. <laughs> I felt like I haven't... I didn't come across anybody that like gave that I hated my job type vibes. Everyone was extremely nice, extremely helpful, and it was just like a good time. You know what the best thing about it was? No mosquitoes. <laughs> no damn mosquitoes. They love me for some reason. I was so happy. I didn't get bit up. I ain't seen that one. I think we seen like one at towards the end of it. Uh, the last night we was there, I seen like one on the beach. But that was it. Yeah, it was one of those where it was just like, yeah, we here. We just ain't bother you. Right. <laughs> right. The island's so happy, even the mosquitoes happy. I mean, they wasn't messing with nobody. At least I ain't seen that. Yeah, it was a good time. How were you feeling about year two of marriage? Um, I felt like year two, I feel like year one is like the, the no pun intended, the honeymoon stage. Mm. So you still ain't everything. Still, you're still happy about just being married. You're still in that, you know, love is bliss. 
type of vibe. Um, I feel like year two is still the same, but it's more of a reality sets in more of like, all right, we're married. Now what? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you still have that, you know, newly married freshness to it, but you realize that marriage is more, it has more work to it, you know, than the first year. You don't really think about working. But I feel like the second year is more like, you just realize that, all right, you know, marriage is good. Everything is good about marriage, but, you know, you got to work at it. It's not cake, you know. So I would say year two it was more of that realization, like that. All right, if, if you want your marriage to work, it can be good, it can be great, it can be love is bliss and all that stuff. But year two was like the the awareness of the fact that you know it is work at the same time. You know, in order for your marriage to last and, and to strengthen your bond, you have to work at it every day. Yeah, I can see that. I, for me. Year two was understanding how intentional you have to be. Mm. Like, year one, it was like the honeymoon stage. I'm married. I got a husband. You're in marital bliss. And it was just like, year two was one of those of just like, to keep this marital bliss up, we both have to be intentional with how we treat each other, with how we care, with how we care for each other. It was also learning to have grace with your partner because we're both human. We're both going to make mistakes. We're both learning. We're both growing. And it was understanding that in year two to open my eyes to say like, okay, our foundation moving forward, we definitely know we need to be intentional with whatever we do. We have to make sure we make the time for us. We have to prioritize us and be just be intentional with our marriage like definitely involved it's not like something where you're married and then you just all right you're married right and then you and then you see like then you, then you see and realize how much work you do have you know as a couple and as a married couple with that like you realize that hey it's, as much as you think that you guys are solid and think that your bond is, is tight you know more and more, you know, time to go on, you do realize that, oh, all right, it's not as, it's not, we're not as great as I thought it was. we were, you know, we do have things we need to work on individually and then together, like, we do have to work, mm-hmm. you know, you just realize that, like, as you go on, so it's like, year two was definitely like a more of a, a wake up, like, all right, we're great, but we got to work on this, that, third. Right, like, it forces you to... Look within. Like, definitely look in the mirror and say, like, okay, this can be better. Right. This is some things we need to work on together, but then also work on alone. Because right. I feel like, me personally, it's like, when you get married, any issues that weren't resolved or discussed before you got married, I feel like it brings it to the forefront. <laughs> Once you get married, I feel like... It's something where, like, you can't hide it anymore. You can't put it off because it's going to make something off or make something weird. Or one partner could be acting this way and the other partner could be acting that way because this situation wasn't dealt with or there wasn't, like, a common ground that was met. Right. Or you might realize that you, it might something might pop up that you didn't even think about prior to getting married. 
Yeah. That was like, you know, damn, I didn't know that I was dealing with this, you know, internally, or I didn't know that this was a problem, you know, our relationship or our bond, you know, internally until you get married, until you, you know, you start talking more and being more communicative, you know, about, you know, being honest with each other, you start to realize like certain things, like, all right, we got to work on that. A lot of people don't realize that it's a lot of self-work. Like, granted, when you get married, it's two that becomes one. You basically become a unit. You become a force to be reckoned with. But it's also, like, to be the ultimate force together, you have to work on yourself individually so that you can be able to communicate your feelings, understand each other, be able to have that grace for each other because you don't have any past experiences affecting what you got going on moving forward, which definitely can like affect a marriage based on stuff that you individually didn't have to, didn't deal with beforehand. Cause it's like now, not only do you have to worry about yourself, you have to worry about how this might affect your partner or if you. Which is hard to see, you know, until you earn it, it's hard. Especially, like you said, depending on how you grew up, you know. So you, if, if you grew up as the only child, you know, certain things you you, you might not have seen, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, you know, versus someone that's had siblings and grew up in a household of siblings. Or maybe you grew up in a household where both your parents were married and they were together and you, you, you got to grow up under that type of, you know, environment versus uh, you was only raised by a single parent. You know, it's just different dynamics that you might have seen or not have seen that it affects you as you're get as you get older and as you're embarking on you know marriage and as as you get older as an adult. Yeah, and even some things that you don't realize until you experience them, and sometimes you won't come across those things until you're at a certain point in your marriage. So marriage is something where it's like forever evolving. And at different times in your lives, things can change. You can experience new things. Things can happen. Sometimes you don't even realize you have a certain problem until you go through a certain situation that brings that problem to life. So it's like, okay, yes, we only been married for two years, but COVID years feels like 10. <laughs> like, that's the thing, too. Like When I say, when people ask me, like, you know how long you've been married and I say are right, two but going on seven I feel like I always say like two but you know I feel like we've been married for like 17 years like that's the truth like it feel like we've been married longer even though you only been married two years yeah you know and I don't, I don't know if that's like just the wisdom of it like it's the wisdom that you know the two years that we you know been married I don't know if that's like the COVID time could be, be but like, then like you got to think about it we've been together for seven years going on eight years total so it's not like when we got married we just started with yeah. each other so it could be a part of that too like we've been together total for seven and a half years yeah but it so. do feel different when you're married though versus it being you know a couple you know being yeah. in a relationship so that's like you, you, i don't know at least for me it kind of felt like it's a little different vibe you know when you're married it's like everything is like it, it weighs a little different it weighs yeah. heavier yeah you have that that unity it's no longer 
individually just you or individually just me is us to together we we traded in the the i and you for we yeah and i so, feel like that's like at least with me that's been the hardest i don't want to say hardest but it's been like the one thing that i've noticed that it's been like work for me it's just being aware and being open to like being aware of things i uh, I might have never noticed before that might, you know, be an issue, whether it be an issue for you or an issue for me, and you know, being open to changing certain mm-hmm. things about me for the better. So it's like the older you get, you know, they say the older you get, the more stubborn you can get, mm-hmm. and it's like that's true. But you only get stubborn like that if you don't try to change certain things about yourself. Yeah, and some people are very reluctant to change because of the fear of what they're changing into. A lot of people are comfortable with where they're at right now. So, like, the thought of changing or having to change what they're used to, they're really reluctant to do so. Yeah. Yeah, year two, year two has been great. Um, year Year three is starting off great as well. I feel like each year is going to be different, a learning experience for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's going to be different things that you go through. It's going to be different things you learn. It's going to be different things you experience. So. Yeah, because as people, it's like what we experience individually and together will also shape our relationship and our marriage. So Aruba was a good time. We spent the week and it was just me and you. You know, it wasn't much social media. It was just our time enjoying doing whatever we wanted to do. If we wanted to take a nap, we took a nap. If we wanted to eat, we ate. If we wanted to sit on the beach all day, we sat on the beach all day. It was no agenda, no itinerary. We just had a good time with just the two of us just celebrating our anniversary, bringing in year, starting year three, ending year two, and just being really with each other and being intentional with our time together and it was just so peaceful to be there the weather was so calm and it was just a, a good time you just felt felt like at home we even walked out to like the local city and had dinner outside and ate at a couple of restaurants and like we felt like we were just downtown in philly like we didn't feel like we was in Aruba. Well, y'all know how downtown Philly is. That's no, different. <laughs> right, there's a difference, but it didn't feel like we were in a whole nother country right. because of how comfortable we were. Yeah. Like we knew we were in Aruba because of the weather and the nice people, and you know didn't have to worry about crime or anything like that. But we were comfortable just scurrying off the resort and walking and definitely chill vibes. Like I think I, I think I. Mention Aruba to like four or five different people as far as like yeah you should go to Aruba go to yeah. Aruba like it's like yeah, I think I've been recommended it to like four or five people like I, I had that much of a good time yeah you know so it's everything that you want to do is there if you just want to chill you can chill if you want to get into all the activities I know next time we go we'll probably do a little bit more activities but this time we just, we just was on chill mood mm-hmm. so, but it was a good time yeah, it was definitely a great time. I say great because I'm all about relaxing, sleeping, eating, drinking. <laughs> I'm not your itinerary, girl. Yeah, we definitely girl. eat good. We eat good. We definitely so, eat good. 
And we got thing we didn't really experience experience. We experienced the food, but I felt like we could have experienced it more. Yeah, we definitely could have branched out a little bit more. That's why we gonna go back. Oh yeah, we definitely. Yeah, we gonna go back to definitely branch out a little bit more, try some more restaurants that were in the towns and stuff like that. We definitely are going to branch out more. So would you say year two was more eye-opening than year one? Or was it kind of like on the scene? I would would say yeah, because like I said, year one is more of the, you know, you still riding the high of that getting married, you know, that, you know, having a wedding and all that stuff. So you're not really, you're still on that magic carpet ride. (laughs) So I would say year two is more of an eye-opener. Because things start to calm down. You know, you get back to the reality of life. You know, so I, I would say year two is probably like the more. All right, you start to see things. You start to realize certain things. All right, this needs to change. This needs to get better. You know, whether that's you know for myself or whether that's for us as a as a unit, as a union. It's like all right, we gotta work on some things. So mm-hmm. I would say yeah, year two is more high opener. And then now it's like we're on the on that path just to like the to work on certain things to work things that we're not you know necessarily you know strong at, but also stripping other areas that we are strong at as well. It's like, so, but yeah, just, I would say year two more opens your eyes to certain things. Okay, so what are you looking forward to? We're currently in year three, midway through. Uh, I'm, I think I'm more looking forward to, at the end of year three, just to see, like, you know, how, what kind of progress we've made, you know, as a couple and as you know, individuals. You know, and like, what did we see? And what did we work on? How far did we come? How much work did we, did we put in? And then also like alright what else might pop up that we might have not have realized or you know might have not have been aware of that mm-hmm. pops up that we might we might have to you know focus on moving forward right I can agree on that cause like even halfway through year 3 I feel like it's definitely different than year 2 but it's moving in like a good direction Whereas, like, we're both becoming more understanding of each other. We're both communicating better. We're both expressing our feelings and our wants better. And what we need, definitely expressing our needs, even though it's something that, like, we're both still learning to identify exactly what we need and want out of life. And it's like, we are having more of the tough conversations that we may have avoided in the past but it's just kind of like in order to grow and for us to be better we gotta have these tough conversations and we gotta talk it out and it's not like one of those where when we do talk it out it ends bad because some people think like when you had those have those tough conversations it's always going to be some anger some arguing or something like that and it's like it shouldn't be like that when two people are sitting down and being adults about a situation it should be rather you agree or disagree with each other it shouldn't turn into like an argument or anybody feeling bad it's one of those where like you can have that conversation and if you disagree at the time then maybe revisit it later but 
it shouldn't be something where both parties are angry at the end of the day or one party's angry at the end of the day or someone's feeling guilty about even bringing it to the table because of how the turnout is. The crazy thing is, I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that people, even though they, they might portray you know, how honest they are, but I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that people are truly not honest with people. No. Like I feel like, and whether that's you know on purpose or whether that's they, they, they don't realize it, like it like it's hard to be honest because sometimes you might not even know how to be honest, or so you might you don't want to hurt that person's feelings, or you might not know you might not know what you truly how you truly feel to be honest about, you know. So it's like that's the hardest part too. Just, and I feel like that's something that we we we're learning in year three it's just to be honest and to you know speak more of what's on our hearts and our minds mm-hmm. whereas though in the past we might have either even we might have not have known how to express ourselves we might have not have known what we were feeling and thinking to be you know expressive to the other, our other partner right so i feel like that's something that's definitely something that we've been more focused on that i can point out this this year three is just being honest with each other and with ourselves as well too yeah i was going to say that like some people have a hard time being honest with themselves so it's kind of hard for them to be honest with anyone else like you can't even be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and then like people have to realize too that you can't really control how other people take what you say because everyone's looking through a filter based mm-hmm. on what they experience and what they got going on in their life whereas though you can come to someone and be super delicate with your delivery but based on what they got going on they still might find it offensive they still might feel some type type of way about it but that's also out of your control yeah and sometimes like you can know what you have to say know what you want to say and be honest with somebody but it might take them a while for them to for it to actually click for them you yeah. know, like in when that, in that in those type of situations, you can't you can't be frustrated because it goes both ways. Like I could be honest with you, and it might not the, the light bulb might not go off on you until later. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I now I know what baby meant when he said this. You know, I, now I know how he felt about this, even though at the time when he said it, I didn't understand it. Right. And it's like vice versa. Like it might take me sometimes before I, I truly understand how you feel about something or. You know, I truly get severity of a situation, or you know, it's something like that. Like, where it's but like, you just you can be honest, and it's good to have those tough conversations. But you know, it's okay for those conversations not to have a solution at that time because everybody interpret interprets things differently and at a different time. Yeah, and what I realize is that sometimes it takes people a minute to process certain situations, whereas though. People allow things to happen and they want they want to answer right then and there. They want to know right now. You need to give me a response right now rather than allowing this person to take a minute and step back. Let me process a little bit of what you just told me. Let me, you know, let it register in my brain so I can understand how I feel about it. And let me come back to you with an answer. Now, I'm not saying, like, people take forever. Some people do take forever before they come back and... I don't know the thing with that, but 
it's still sometimes people just need a day or two to process the information they just received so that they can fully understand and give you a proper um, explanation. But then it's also up to that person to follow up and say, hey, what you said the other day, this is what I got from this. And is that what you meant? Because it made me feel this way, but I wanted to make sure how I felt before I brought it to you. Or sometimes people need to remove the emotions out of the situation to have a better understanding. Because sometimes we can be sensitive. People can be sensitive. People can be dramatic. People can overthink. People be in their feelings. People be in their feelings. People don't be in their feelings. And it's just kind of like sometimes you just need a little bit time to process things. And then if you're a person that has a significant other and you know that you can kind of be like nonchalant about things, maybe sometimes you can take a minute and process it and be like, okay, well, this doesn't really affect me, but my significant other has a problem with this. Let me take a minute and think about it and then come back to the table. You already know I'm a nonchalant person. (laughs) (laughs) You already know that's definitely how my personality is. I'm nonchalant, I'm mellow. I'm laid back, and it's like that's just how you know that's how it is, and that and that can give off the wrong, I guess, message too when somebody's like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you not like you don't care, or it's hard to tell, you know, how you feel because you're so laid back. It's like, yeah, it is, you know, but I can't help it, you yeah. know. But it's always like you said to like double back. It's always good at least to, to you know reaffirm, you know, you know to to that person like, hey, you know, even though I'm. This way, you know, I haven't forgotten about that. I haven't forgotten about what you said. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's the that's the work we have to put into. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like the significant other will appreciate that. Like I appreciate that. Yeah, you're nonchalant, kind of where my example came from. <laughs> Was trying to put you out there, hey, but <laughs> ain't no shame in my game. It's nice for you know someone to come back and be like, I thought about what you said, blah 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 blah. Or you know, I understand that this may not bother me, but I get that it affects you. And moving forward, I will take that in consideration and. It just helps to be reaffirmed and to know that, like, okay, I care about this person. They care about me, and they're willing to take my feelings in consideration just as much as I'm taking theirs into consideration. And, and I know I probably said this before, like, the more, you know, you learn about yourself, the more you, you might come across, like, all right, damn. Like, before I, I felt this, but I didn't know what it was or how to express it. Whereas the more you communicate, you might learn, like, all right, well, now I know what that what that felt, you know, what that feeling was. So now I can communicate it to my partner. Hey, mm-hmm. I felt this. You know, remember when we had this conversation about, you know, such and such, you know, I didn't really know how to, you know, communicate or express it. But now I felt like I have a better grasp of how I'm feeling. So this is how I felt, mm-hmm. you know, and that only comes from, you know, communicating and talking more with your partner. That only comes from doing the self work, you know. That only comes from like really doing, you know, yourself, you know, analyzing what you got going on and how, you know, how to, you know, how to look through the situation properly. Yeah, definitely. And it's like self awareness. Having that self awareness will definitely help you too, because like you're able to see when you're wrong, or you're able you're able to check yourself. I wouldn't even say see when you're wrong. You're able to take a moment and be like. Was I a little too harsh? No, I was good. Or yeah, I was. I could have been a little soft. 
or I could have did that a little differently. Like, it gives you that self-awareness to be able to, like, check yourself. Don't nobody else got to check me, because I could check myself. Like, but, I, but I feel like that's a, that's a lost, that's a lost thing, or people don't have that, because no. people don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't want to be wrong, so they'll, they'll look for, they'll look at the situation like, like how, how the other person is wrong, or how the other person is thinking, or is so like, nah, it could be just you. Really. Yeah. And a lot of that, too, is people don't like to see who they truly are. They can't take who they truly are. Yeah. So they'll make everyone else seem like the bad person and they're the victim. Yeah. But that's what you got to really like. You got to look, look at it as a, in the in grand, grand scheme of things, like in the bigger picture. It's like, all right, well, if I'm if I have, I'm in a relationship, I'm, I'm, I have a partner, and ultimately, what is the goal? If the goal is to make this thing make our union stronger and to make this last as long as possible who can like the last long so it's like you can't have no ego in it like you gotta take the ego out if ultimately the goal is to strengthen your bond and strengthen your love and to have that long lasting love you have to take the ego out of it mm-hmm. and no one nobody wins when the family's huge like that shit is true <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. People don't realize that, like, you need community. Like, you can't do nothing by yourself. You can't get far by yourself. You need help. Everyone has a talent that they could bring to the table. It's always someone that can do something or help in a way. Like, you need community. It helps keep you sane. Like, you can't sit there and just be in your own world, not wanting to change, not wanting to grow, not wanting to do better, right. thinking you're going to get far. Yeah, and I think, at least for, I feel like that's a more of a guy thing, too, because we're so, we're, like, taught, you know, you know be in a society, like, the guy has to handle everything. The guy can't be, you know, in the, can't be emotional or can't, can't cry about this or can't bitch and complain about that like we're that's mm-hmm. just a societal thing whereas though like no like it's okay to you know ask for help it's okay to not be okay like you're yeah. you're human you were human so it's like <laughs> you know that's the thing where it's like i said like more i feel like men have to kind of you know get over it's like all right listen i'm not doing all right i need help mm-hmm. you know yeah because but you know you know flip side our first you know, instinct is to handle it ourselves or internalize it ourselves. But we have to get better at that too. I'm I'm still getting better at, you know, realizing that I do need help in certain areas. Like I need help. Like, hey, I need help with this or hey, I need advice on this. Instead of internalizing and then just handling it myself. Like so that's something I'm continuing to work on and, and, and have been better at. But I feel like as a whole, men have to, you know, open themselves up for that too. Just to be like open for to ask for help and open themselves to realizing, all right, man, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I feel like this. I feel like, you know, I feel like this is hurting me, or I feel like I need help with this. And just being open with you know your partner when it comes to that. Yeah, and I agree because I look at it as you're a man, you're human. You have feelings, you have needs, you have wants. And just as much as a woman deserves to have those needs once met, a man can too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, 
this whole strong era in society of a man supposed to do all this and do that i get it it's a pride thing with some men and the men is supposed to lead but in order for you to be a great leader you need help you can't do it all on your own and for some men they have to learn to ask for that help which it does not make them any less than because even in the bible we're helpmates i'm here to help you you're here to help me like it's a partnership we become one so it's like if i take care of this you take care of that but ultimately it's not all falling on one person and i know it's probably a lot of people out there would disagree why the man's supposed to be this this and that however you want to run your household sis or bro that's how you want to run your household i hate them <laughs> like hate them however you want to do yeah like however you want to do it but it's just like i said like community like we're supposed to make life easier you pick a life partner because life itself is hard so I want to pick a life per partner to make life a little bit more easy to get through. Right. Like a little bit more easy to get through. So if I need to do this to help and he needs to do that to help, it's just like the, the relationship stereotypes. And it's basically like there's no rules. Mm -hmm. Do whatever works for you and your partner. Like there's no right or wrong way. Yeah, I hate when I see that on social media. When somebody might say something on Twitter or something like, well, I need a man that, that can pay for this, do that, da, 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 da. and it's like, and you'll see like a bunch of comments basically agreeing with it. And it's like, almost, they'll make it seem like almost like it's law. And right. like, no, that's, that's not how it's, that's not how it is. Everybody's situation is different. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if that's your situation, then cool. But, you know, what makes you great don't make somebody else great. Their situation can be totally different. Exactly. You know, so you gotta look at it like that. Like what you go through with your partner that was best for y'all is the best for y'all. And then keep that, you know, you know, keep that union in that way for y'all. But everybody's situation is different, you know. Everybody's gonna learn differently. You know, everybody's gonna well, they handle their situation differently. Like you can't look at somebody else's situation and say, All right, they're like this, so all right, our situation gotta be like this. All right, my man her man is like that. Why can't my man be like that? Or damn, his his woman is like that. Why can't my woman be like that? Like no, nah, like why are you looking at it like that? Look at your, your own situation. How to make your own situation best for you in, in your situation? Like, like yeah, you could take you could take you know certain gems here and there, but ultimately you gotta make you gotta you know adapt it to what you got going on. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that too comes from like being close-minded of thinking that like there's only one way. For things to be mm -hmm. and it's just like do what works best for you and your partner like every situation is different and unique and it's like i have a few married friends and hanging around them allows me to see how different the dynamics are but at the same time it's functional and it's healthy for them mm -hmm. like it works for them it may not be exactly what i may agree with with my situation but that is their situation and I, I can have an open mind and an open heart to say like, okay, I don't agree with that, but if it works for them and she's happy and he's happy, okay. 
I ain't gonna lose sleep over it because it's not my business to lose sleep over it. But I'm also not out here like, oh no, you need to only do this. Oh, if he ain't doing this, then I ain't talking to him. If he ain't doing that, okay, that's your situation. But don't shame nobody else if that's not their situation. Right. Like, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. We grew up knowing a man is supposed to lead and provide. A man can still lead and provide. Like, that doesn't stop him from doing it. Some women lead and provide, too. Or some couples have it, whereas though no one is top. Both of them out there getting it. Like, every situation is different. Right, it is a partnership. And it's like, whoever has the strongest skills, you're strong. What is it? Like, your your strong... Your strong attributes. Yeah, your strong attributes is where you are the strongest at, and the other person you know maybe weak in those areas so you pick up those areas and then where that person is strong in and you may be weak they pick up in them strong areas like you really gotta find out what works and stop comparing yourself to what you see on social media because that is not what's going on behind closed doors like social media is a picture that's being painted for you and you want to compare your situation where you can't even take a look at like okay yeah my man don't do what they what her man do, but he do do X, Y, Z for me. Right. Or my girl don't be doing that, but she do X, Y, Z for me. Because everybody has different, as they call it, love languages. Everybody has different strengths and how they grew up and how they see life. But it's all about what you communicate with your partner. If you want to see more of something, then communicate that. Yeah. Like you have needs and wants. Like can't nobody read nobody's mind. <laughs> I said that in our, our last episode what we did together where like speak up. Yeah. It's like the girl but like stand up. <laughs> speak up. Speak up. Can't nobody read your mind. Like your situation is your situation. It's between you and your partner and nobody else. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. If don't nobody else agree with it at the end of the day it's you and your partner behind them closed doors. Yeah. Ain't nobody else in there. Nobody from social media. Nobody from your family. Your kids is not. Your kids is in the other room. It's when them doors shut at night and y'all laying in bed. It's you and your husband or wife. Yeah. It ain't nobody else. So whatever makes y'all happy, makes y'all happy. Whatever works for y'all, works for y'all. Yeah. Whatever you know. Whatever you know. Let y'all be great. That's what you need to do. Whatever it makes y'all agree. Yup. And it's like you can always change it up. Yeah. Have a conversation and switch it up. When you get older, you know, your, your outlook on things change. Mm-hmm. Your dynamic change. So. Your needs change. Your, your needs wants change. Your wants change. You realize certain things that you might not have realized before. Yeah. So things like life be life it, man. <laughs> it does. Life definitely be life it. Life be life it. Like, people make it seem like it has to be one way, and it does not. And that's okay. It's okay. Oh, that's a bar. And that's okay. I, I see and that's you. okay. You see, see me? You see, see me you. plugging it in? I see you plugging it in like, that's a bar. <laughs> My baby got bars. Like, because, like, people really be out here be having you thinking things are only one way. Mm-hmm. And there is a million ways to do the same thing. As they say, like when you start in a business and you think the market's oversaturated, go walk in a bread aisle. Different bread. Plenty of different names, different types. 
You're not going to find the same two people. You're not going to find the same exact marriage. You not. So why are you trying to create that based on what you see on social media? That shit ain't just fake anyway. Well, the majority of them. Yeah, and I can understand too where some people, they grew up so they don't have like an example of a healthy relationship or marriage in their lives. So what they see on the internet may be the only thing. But then it's like for that, take time to work on yourself and understand what you your wants and needs. Understand what you would like or what you want a marriage to look like for you. Like, take that time out to really find you, figure out who you are and your needs and wants, and what do you want to bring to a relationship, and then figure out what you want your partner to bring to a relationship, and make that your goal. Like, don't use social media as the outline or the blueprint. Right. Like, you create your own, because everybody's situation, you don't know what people are sacrificing behind closed doors to get what they got. Right. <laughs> like true. you don't know what they're going through. You don't know the woman's like crying every night, but on social media she look happy, or the guy just sitting there doing this. But at the end of the day, like his wife don't do nothing, and he's like, dang, I wish he would, you know, right. help a little bit. Like <laughs> you never know. It's crazy. Like people, people are or look at social media as law, and like, oh, we gotta do it this way. Mm-mm. And it's like it's just like you'll rap, you'll do you'll do that to the T. You'll follow everything on social media, but it'll come simple something simple as like follow directions of building something from IKEA. You won't even follow directions. You're like, yo, all right, like, what's the, how it look on the box? All right, that's how you're gonna get it. Like, like how y'all, that don't make any sense. No. Like you going you ain't gonna read the directions to build <laughs> build this build this desk, but you gonna follow somebody on social media like yeah, because it looks good. It's just painting you a picture. It ain't even giving you the full scope of things. That's all it's doing. It's it like ain't giving you the 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 hardest things that's going, the sacrifices and stuff that you're making in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's not even giving you that. Nope. Which is like. To me, it's crazy, but y'all do y'all. Whatever floats y'all boot. I ain't listening. That's you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pluck certain gems out of certain situations. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, take, that makes sense. I always say, take what you, take what you need, and leave the rest for somebody else. Like, take what you need. You don't need everything. You don't need from beginning to end. Take what you need and leave the rest for somebody else. Yeah. That was some good combo. That hurt. <laughs> I don't know what you just did. <laughs> but that was a good conversation. We definitely had some fun and probably dropped a few gems for a few people. But at the end of the day, just do what makes you happy. Yeah. And what's for y'all is for y'all at the end of the day. Right. Like, don't allow anyone else to define whatever happiness and joy looks like for you. You feel is right deep down in your heart. That's what you got to follow. Follow your heart. Yep. So, that was a good combo, B. Yeah, it was good. Now, maybe, maybe I might have you come back Hold again. on, hold on, hold on. Let, hold on. I got to shout out to everybody that listened to my wife's podcast. You know, she's doing her thing. She's going to continue to grow. That's all I got. Oh, wait, y'all. I forgot to mention, if you don't follow on Instagram, you should at And That's Okay Podcast. We have reached a milestone of 500 plays. Like, y'all really been listening. And I want to take the time and thank y'all. I don't know if you didn't see the post on Instagram. I thanked everyone through Instagram. But on this episode, I'm thanking you if you do not follow on Instagram. 
But if you don't, go follow so that you can keep up. Because every time we hit a milestone, I'm going to share it because I truly appreciate y'all. And the fact that you're listening, the fact that you share it with anybody, whatever gems you pick up, I truly appreciate it. Talk to me. I'm not going to bite. I promise. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you walked away with some valuable information. Make sure to follow the podcast on IG at And That's Okay Podcast. You can connect with me directly on there. Looking forward to the next episode. Remember to spread love, kindness, and make the choices that bring you peace.